The year is 1989. The average monthly rent is $420, and a gallon of gas is just 97 cents. The World Wide Web is created. Nintendo releases the Game Boy. Mr. Gorbachev tears down the Berlin Wall. And Hayden Leslie Penetier is born in Palisades, New York. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And this is History Duffs Presents Hayden Penetier, Part One. Welcome, Paige. <laughs> Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Now you say welcome to me. Oh, welcome, Hope. <laughs> and thank you for having me. <laughs> I am so excited to discuss Hayden Panettiere today. I am too. This is this is an exciting one. Did you have anyone guess? Like, did anyone guess who who was going to be in your life? Did anyone guess who was going to be in my life? No, like who it was going to be in your oh, life. Oh, no one in my life. Got you. No one in my life has guessed Hayden Panettiere. No. It's, I think it is a bit of a surprising one. Okay, well, my roommate, my roommate has, <laughs> is on to me. <laughs> really? Yes, uh, that was her biggest guess. No way. Did you give her any hints? No, I said, I said that hints are who else we've covered. And she goes, Hayden Panettiere. And I was like, what? And she's like, I love Remember the Titans. Okay, that's, that gives me comfort, you know? It's not too far off the... Hillary Duff path then. No, and I think that you'll find today that we that we make our way back to Hillary in some ways. I think that that will be true. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll see if um if we have our we'll hill we found our in history our research uh, caps are on <laughs> our historian caps or our Hayden historian caps if, if you will. we're in our Penetier <gasps> our Hayden Penetiera. Like Penetier era, <laughs> Penetier Wow. No, that's good. Oh, I thought you meant tiara like, because you were talking about our Hillstory caps. I thought you meant like a tiara that you could also wear on your head. Oh, wow. So many meanings. Well, now it's both. Gosh. Speaking of tiaras, I want to announce um, that my little cousin called me today on my mom's phone. <laughs> didn't say hello. Didn't even, didn't say anything. The first thing she goes is, is Princess Diaries 2 worth watching? <laughs> and you told her yes, obviously. Why, yes, it is. In fact, we just covered it on the podcast for in our Raven era. And I was like, and they filmed it, you know, at the same place as The Good Place. You ever see that show? And she's like, no, okay, bye. <laughs> How old is your cousin? 10, almost 11. Oh, yeah. And she is an only child mm -hmm. and a Gemini. So this is very, like, kind of within her character. Um, but she and she's with my mom go. right now. But my yeah. mom convinced her after and she's very like, you know, strong minded and like a little stubborn. But my mom convinced her to give Princess Diaries a shot and she loved it. Like and my mom was like, I knew. And I was it's like, yeah, well, so you, good. you can't show that movie to anyone and have them not like it. Like dads and daughters agree, <laughs> especially a 10 year old girl. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, strong pick, mom. And I mean, she knows. I mean, she's the she's the mom of history, Duffs, and so is your mom. Your mom yep. would have known that's a great choice as well. Speaking of my Speaking mom, of. <laughs> she's here. <laughs> she's the she's gonna be in the audience for this episode. <laughs> so if you hear someone cracking up, barely able to contain their laughter. That will be my mother. <laughs> we decided that because of Paige's behavior, she did need a chaperone when <laughs> podcasting in the future. Yes. And so this is the arrangement that we came to. And I think it's going to be like really positive moving forward. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm just lucky I get to be on this podcast at all that my mom lets me do this. So I'm just happy to be here. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking of moms, uh, you know who else has a mom? Who? Hayden Panettiere. <gasps> You're kidding. The subject of our next era. <laughs> is her mom's name Leslie Vogel? The soap actress? It is. But it's not spelled like Leslie, like my best friend. Oh. It's spelled like Leslie, like Miley Cyrus's best friend. Just to clear that up for any listeners. <laughs> okay, so. L-E-S-L-E-Y. When we're asking, 
what my best friend Leslie says, she would be saying L-E-S-L-E-Y when doing the yeah. spelling of her <laughs> she name. Just, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She just spells her name. Kind of like a Pokemon, but more educational. <laughs> L-E-S-L-E-Y. Um, yeah, Hayden Penetier was born <laughs> via her mom <laughs> uh, August 21st, <laughs> 1989, in Palisades, New York. Wait, 1989? Wait, Taylor Swift? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, sorry, didn't realize that she was Taylor Swift. Um, yeah. Um, her, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, is she a Leo or a Virgo? I don't know. <laughs> so. Oh, isn't that the cusp? Yeah, so she's a cusp. my nephew's a Leo, and he's the beginning of August. Yeah. So 21st is, like, right on the. Yeah, so. She's right probably edge. right in between them. Uh, but her dad, his name is Skip. <laughs> and guess what he is? He's a freaking firefighter. Tell me. He's a freaking firefighter. I could have guessed with a name like Skip, there's really only one thing you could be. True. And that's a firefighter. And that's a firefighter. Yeah. Or like a gym coach. I was thinking like captain of a boat. Mm. But that would be more like skipper. Yeah. You could be the skipper of a boat. Mm-hmm. Or you could but be someone skip. someone who um, skips school a lot. So much that they call him Skip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Their truancy officer is like, hey, Skip. Anyway, that's kind of <laughs> sad. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Those are her parents. Those are her parents. And it didn't take long for Hayden to get involved in show business there's no business like show business is there Paige Paige's mom <laughs> that darn tootin um she got started just like every child star before her uh in commercials mm-hmm. of course of course she did her first commercial when she was 11 months old <sighs> and it was for a play school toy train remember play school toys yes yes of course I work with children I'm I'm with them I'm still with play school you, you know play school well. I know play school very well. That's you could even call it my yeah, school. Yeah, well, her first, her first commercial was for a toy train, at eleven months old, and then she did a bunch of other commercials as well. She's in a super cute Wendy's commercial where she's like, "My brother asked me to watch his chicken nuggets," and then it's like she obviously is eating them as she's saying that and her brother sits down and he's like where are my nuggets it's like so cute and it will be on the tiktok um she was such a she was such a cute kid yeah she's such a talent so talented and she really does kind of look the same like she's like kind of has the same face and angelic you know little face so cute she really does yeah she really does i feel like we say that about every buddy that we cover but there's a reason that no Hillary's face is changed I think that Hillary's face has changed a lot you think no not in a negative way but I just feel like she's more like me where I I feel like I look like a different person than I not like a totally different person like you can see it but like I can see like (laughs) Casper meets Wendy like Hillary and and think that she could turn that she could look a little different. You don't see that? I don't feel like she looks exactly really? the same. No, I feel like she still looks the same. The same? That's so funny. Like not the exact same. Yeah, pretty much. Well, now I'm not like coming like after her. I'm Hillary? not saying that she had work done or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying that like No, it doesn't sound like you are. Okay. I don't know. I could see her being like a little bit more like Julie Bowen or like a little bit more me. And then I don't know what I mean by that, but but you can figure it out. But your point is made. Delete, I hear delete, you loud and clear. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to be controversial, and I take it back. <laughs> if that's the most controversial thing you say this episode, we're, we're going to be fine. <laughs> this one's not going to get us canceled. No. Um, but sp- speaking of getting canceled, um, 1994, that's the year I was born. And that's when Hayden started appearing in One Life to Live, uh, 27 episodes. That's true. From 1994 to 1997. Yeah. She played the role of Sarah Roberts, um, who's a daughter. She's a daughter? No, I couldn't find any. Did you watch any? Sorry. She's a daughter? No, I was trying to read. 
I was trying to read up on her character, but the character of Sarah Roberts didn't have like a whole lot going on other than the fact that like her parents were busy. <laughs> okay. What is one life to live about? Wait, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you knew. <laughs> okay, wait, let's no, look No, I'm up. telling you, I tried Well, part of the part of the issue with these soaps is that there's like 40,000 episodes so so many and I have been watching a it's lot impossible of, to narrow it I've down been, I have been watching a lot of the a lot of scenes but I can't remember what is one life to live and what is guiding light so let me just let me just explain it to you okay okay um one life to live heavily focuses on the the Lord family okay Victoria Lord is the character um, it started in 1971. It's taped in New York. Uh, yeah, doesn't really explain what it's about. Oh. Um, huh, funny, isn't it? Mm, something about the ethnic and socioeconomic diversity. Uh, mm, didn't I say that? And then, it, and then the creator went on to create uh, the sitcom, or not the sitcom, the soap opera, Loving. So that's interesting because... Hayden Panettiere's mom was in Loving, so she clearly had a relationship that with them. That is interesting. Uh, Nepo baby. Wow, it takes place in the suburbs of Philadelphia, and it centers around a waspy family and a working class, uh, working class Polish family. No, wait, they're the waspy family. They're Polish. <laughs> I don't really get it. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I'm I'm seeing heroin. I'm seeing widowhood. I'm seeing divorce, stroke, breast cancer, the plague, and multiple identity disorders. So, like, that's what the show. It's like a classic soap opera. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every soap opera could probably be summed up it, that way. Literally. As someone who's never watched a soap yeah. opera, <laughs> that's that would that is what I would say. Yeah, we've never watched like the traditional soap operas, but. We watch the soap operas of our of like Vampire Diaries and yeah, Gossip we, we Girl. love a teen soap. Like we love a teen soap, but mm-hmm. we're not used to like the daytime Dawson's. soaps. Dawson's, yeah, yes. exactly. Um, a brief history of the character of Sarah Roberts. Okay. She was portrayed by Alexa and Zoe Fisher in 1991. Okay, then Courtney Chase from 1993 to 94. Hayden Panettiere was the third. Sarah Roberts yeah. from 94 to 97, then Chanel Workman in 2003 to 2004, and finally Justice Bolding from 2007 to 2009. So there have been a total of, what's that, six. <laughs> I mean, I guess Alexa and Zoe were like twins who played the same yeah, part. Yeah, so are you counting them as, fi- like are a you Michelle counting Tanner them as situation? Like five or seven though, or five or six? I'm counting them as I'm counting them as individual people. So okay. there have been six okay. Sarah Roberts. Yeah, and I also think that I went to elementary school with six Sarah Roberts, so that makes sense. <laughs> That's like the most common name. Yeah. <laughs> and also like Well, with TV shows, they all of the characters have to either have a name that nobody in the world has, it's like completely made up, or it has to be a common enough name where no one's gonna you really know, think it's about them and potentially sue yeah is that really what it is mm-hmm. yeah because i guess you never there, sometimes s- if it's like yeah you never see like unique names on shows yeah but also people never have the same name on shows like that's how you can tell you're watching a show otherwise there would be like two tylers you know <laughs> Yeah, a lot of repeats for sure. Yeah, there's at least there's at least three Kristens in every you know soap opera. Yeah, but to in order to you know avoid being like sued potentially, like if we made a show with a Sarah Roberts, and it was about a dentist in, you know, Milwaukee, right? And there happens to be a Sarah Roberts dentist in Milwaukee, she would could potentially sue us. No, don't sue us, Sarah Roberts, DDN. <laughs> um, also in 1994, I was born. Uh, Hayden's, yeah, Hope was born, and so was Hayden's little brother, Jansen Penetier. Um, he 
was born September 25th. Uh, unfortunately, earlier this year, in February 2023, he passed away um, very suddenly. Mm-hmm. It was really unfortunate. And we can talk about him more later if we want to, but he co-starred, he was a co-star um, with Hayden in Tiger Cruise and also The Forger yes. and Racing Stripes. He was in three different movies with her. Aw. Yeah, I watched them recently in Ti- in Tiger Cruise, and she, like, rustled his hair. And I remember thinking, is that her real brother? Because why else would she rustle his hair? And then it, it was. <laughs> yep. So, like, they're, it was really cute to see them, like, on screen together. Yeah. That was super sweet. Yeah, just a couple months ago while she was promoting um, Scream 6. Oh, yeah. And they said it was, like, from, like, a heart yeah, condition was- situation. So sad. Those things are so tragic. Yeah. Really unfortunate. A pre-existing, you know, medical thing that they weren't even aware of. So it was really yeah, sudden and really unfortunate. Obviously, it always is. It always is. Well, um, we're wishing them the best. And we're also going to discuss what happened in 1996, which is Hayden Panettiere guest starred in an episode of Jim Henson's Aliens in the family. This is so important. Okay. This is a, this is a peak peak of her career. This <laughs> is the weirdest show in existence. Okay, Paige, do not read the okay. notes. I don't want you to know anything. I want to talk to you about. This I can't wait to hear it. It's it's insane. It's like about an alien mom. That's how it's described. An alien mom kidnaps a single dad and like forces them to like have like a blended family together and it's just like about their life and it stars these like alien puppets and it's very strange it, it's very strange it was sounding sort of like step- stepsister from planet weird until you said puppets remember stepsister from planet weird that was like a blended alien family <laughs> It's very that, except this, and now this is the part that I'm confused on, and so if we have any aliens in the family stands, please come and let and let it be known to me, because I have so many questions. It only lasted for eight episodes in 1996, and it is hard to, like, find footage of it, but I have, I have started to see some stuff, and so I'm just curious, like, what's happening? Because the mom seems to be human-looking, the alien mom but the baby is like not human mm. and they also like curious what, the scene that i saw with hayden is that the mom who's just um like feet like she, you can't see her you know her face you know what i'm talking about when they do that with like, oh adults, oh yes they cut mm-hmm. them off um she um like um the basketball player from the proud family Yes, yes. Right, wasn't it? You never see his face. <laughs> yeah, and um, um, was that was that the same way in um Powerpuff Girls too? Probably there was probably a Powerpuff Girl character. I know it was like that in the Peanuts, or you know, it's like blah 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 blah. Like you know, they don't ever say anything, or wow wow wow. Like they don't really say anything. Um, love that humor, but. <laughs> She's like your. She's she comes in holding this like big box, and she's like your stinky Stevie is here, and and by the way, Hayden Panettiere is like coloring on the walls with a crayon, and so then they like open up this toy, and it's like full of packing peanuts, and then like the baby alien puppet like comes out, and they're like, whoa, like you're better than a stinky Stevie. How did you like survive the journey? So I'm like, okay, so this isn't stinky Stevie. This is, because <laughs> a- I don't know what stinky Stevie is. So this is an, a- an alien in a stinky Stevie box who's like eating. And he's like, he's like, don't worry. I had these packing peanuts uh, to, to who I, that I could eat. Okay, weird. Uh-huh. And then Hayden Panettiere is like, my name is Audrey Freely. Like, say, I love you, Audrey. And he's like, I would prefer not to have to talk in such lugubrious terms. Okay. <laughs> okay. Or, lo- yeah. So, okay. So that's happening. 
very strange. And then in the next scene, they seem to have adopted mm-hmm. the alien as part of the family. And, um, like, the alien has a high chair. But, yeah, it's very strange. It's very strange because they say alien mom kidnapped dad. Um, but that wasn't really portrayed in the videos that I could find. But, it, yeah, anyway, the show did not go well, it turns out. <laughs> um Aaron Eckhart was also in an episode of Aliens and the Family before he was famous. (laughs) Also a short, like, one-line bit. Like, I don't even know. Like, it was very hard to find this. But it's very important to know that the studio, (laughs) ABC Family, um, or just ABC, decided to pass on Third Rock from the Sun in order to do Aliens and the Family. They sound kind of similar. Yeah, like, they obviously couldn't do both. Right. And this is the one where they were like, that's the winner. Huh. Wow. I mean. Yeah. But it was supposed to be part of, like, the, you know, TJIF like, lineup, like, could have been, this could have been, like, another full house. Yeah. But Boy Meets World. America said, America said, no, we're not ready for this, Jim Henson. We are not ready. Sorry, Jim. You'll get your moment. If I could go back and tell Jim Henson <laughs> one thing. It would be, don't give up. Your time is coming. <laughs> wow. You're so generous. <laughs> yep. Um, I can't wait to watch Aliens in the Family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. It's about time that one gets a reboot. You will be seeing it on our TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, for, <laughs> for real. <laughs> um, did you watch her TV movie, How Do You Spell God? Um, no, I didn't, but I would love to talk about this because I'm not sure it exists. I, okay, and tell me more about that. Yeah, I um, tried to find it. I really, really did, and it doesn't exist anywhere online, which I know doesn't mean that it was simply never made, but I will say... But doesn't it? ...that I got on Letterboxd because I was really trying to find where this movie existed, and exactly mm-hmm. zero people have logged it on Letterboxd, which I've never seen before. I there are, there are movies on my Letterboxd that me and like 20 other people have logged. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I saw it at a film festival and it never got distribution, so nobody's ever seen it. But I've never seen I've... zero people who have seen this movie yeah. in their lifetime. And do you think that's because this is, like, a Christian movie? Like, it was, like, a made-for-TV, like, faith movie that was, like, maybe funded by some sort of, like, outside group and only played once? Well, I think from what everything I read about it, it's supposed to be, I believe, like, a interfaith movie. It's oh, like yeah, how different, yeah, intersectional. Yeah, how different faiths, okay. like, worship. And well, what have you. Maybe it was too radical. Maybe it was too radical for its time. And they've they've um, scrubbed it. Um, yeah, I suppose that could be true. It did, I have to mention, win a Creative Arts Emmy for Outstanding Children's Program. So that's the only way that I know for sure this movie existed. Because the only thing about it online, mm-hmm. the only like lists mm-hmm. it's on, is things that have won Emmys. Okay, so I actually have found evidence of it existing okay. as well. Um, in my searches, I have I found this bizarre talk show, and I want to say it's from the 70s, but obviously it wasn't <laughs> because Hayden Panettiere was on. Right. But that's the way that it appears to me. And I think it's just because I wasn't watching a lot of late night TV in 1994, the year of my birth. But it's it was very strange. It had a very 70s-esque feel and tape but essentially it was like this tall now I'm gonna say it out loud and it's it sounds like a fever dream it was like this like tall blonde man in a suit I think and like a stage and on the stage are like a lot of like children like being kids in different ways so there's <laughs> kids like in different ways I, <laughs> Okay. There's like a yeah, that's really funny. No, there's like a baby like play, there's like a there's like a toddler like playing with blocks. There's like kids coloring on a table. There's like another kid like 
on a slide, but it's like all like staged and it, but it's like a talk show where the blonde man is interviewing the children. And anyway, he mentioned it when he asked Hayden questions. Mm. I think. So that is my evidence that it existed. Um, doesn't really sound that sturdy now that I'm saying it out loud. Uh, I might need to get a more credible source. On, it does have an IMDb page um, with oh, also not a lot of information on it, but there's three people who are credited as being a part of the cast. One is Hayden Panettiere, and one is Fred Savrit. And the other is Fred Savrit. Fred Savage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The other is Fred Savage, who's credited as being the narrator. Wow. And for our audience members at home, who is that? Oh, Fred Savage is Ben Savage's brother. He was the star of The Wonder Years. And he is um, uh, canceled. <laughs> so don't don't. But what else up. is he? Do- what else? Okay. Um, okay. He, <laughs> he's most known for being on The Wonder Years. He went on to like direct a lot of TV um, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, he was involved in the Wonder Years reboot before he, you know, got canceled. <laughs> but now Ben Savage is the one who's in Princess Bride? Fred is in Princess Bride. Okay, so wait, which one's canceled? Fred. The kid from Princess Bride so- is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no! And Ben is running for some political office in West Hollywood. Um, so vote for him. <laughs> if, if you want to, we don't know what his platform I think he, is. <laughs> I think he already lost, uh, one election and is running for something else now. You know, more power to him, I guess. Yeah. Hey, I've lost an election before. I tried to be like treasurer. It was a very small school, so it was very personal. <laughs> Do you want to talk just about kidding. it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so then she's in the Wendy's Chicken Nuggets commercial, and I spoiled it a couple years early, guys. I'm so sorry. Well, that's okay. The Wendy's Chicken Nuggets commercial actually happened in 1996 and not in 1993, like I insinuated. Yeah, if you're keeping notes, it was 96. This will be on the test. I'm so- I am so sorry. On the History Duff's test, you can, if you, should we, if we had a, like a really intense quiz, do you think that people would participate if there was like a prize? Mm-hmm. If there was a prize. If there was a prize. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Maybe one, maybe one really dedicated I would person, participate. Like one of our. Can I win the prize? I know you. No. Mm. The prize is a date with Paige. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds, I mean, that's something I'd like to win. (laughs) You're like, oh, I would love to go out with Paige. She sounds great. She does sound great. I'm a good time. Let me tell you. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Hope. Okay, so then (laughs) Hayden goes back to her roots, and she's in another um, soap opera. That's right. This time, Guiding Light. 44 episodes of Guiding Light. She was on it from 1997 to 2000. 2000. And what's Guiding Light about? Um, it's another soap opera. Mm. Any questions? So we, no way to know. No way to know. Um, but her character, she played the character of Lizzie, not McGuire, yes. but she played the character of Lizzie, who battled leukemia. And fun fact, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society gave her the Special Recognition Award because she... Her character of Lizzie drew attention to the disease and improved national awareness. Aww. So when she was like seven or so eight years sweet. old, they gave her the special recognition award. Aw, that's really sweet. And that's, this is giving me kind of like major like soul collector vibes. Oh, why? You know, like with Hillary <laughs> I was Duff. with you and then because <laughs> you lost me. Because, um, you know, they're they're like at the same age and um soul collector is like uh sad yeah but they both win the similar similar award is what i got you got you i was saying yeah okay okay well (laughs) i need to tell you about another show that she was in in 1997 let's hear it (laughs) 
is this is a show called Unhappily Ever After. Okay, it is another very odd show from the 90s that involves puppetry. What? <laughs> Once again. Another puppet show? Puppets. Yeah. And I really don't know what was happening in the culture at this time, but this piece of like history feels very dark. <laughs> it is a like sitcom about like just an unhappy family. It's called Unhappily Ever After because it's like an average American family that just like kind of like hates each other. Like it's very weird. Like the mom and the dad like hate each other. Mm -hmm. And everyone is kind of like having a bad day always. And there's puppets? Okay, yes. So the puppets. So the show is like a retrospective from what I can gather where it's like almost like How I Met Your okay. Mother or Father rather where you're like telling a story. So the main guy, Jeff Pearson, that's the actor, he is like telling a story and he's like sitting in a basement like it looks just like the That 70s Show basement and he's with his pet bunny who is a puppet named Floppy, who is incredibly crude and gross. Mm. And he's, like, talking about their lives and, like, the mm -hmm. stuff that happened that day. And it's, like, mostly always, like, bad. I don't, I don't know. There are more than 100 episodes of this show. Really? Uh-huh. And you'll never believe who's one of the stars of the show. Who? Justin Bearfield, who plays um, Reese on Malcolm in the Middle. His name was Justin Bearfield? Yeah, I know. The character's name, it, I know. The character's name is Ross Malloy, but I was like, wait, that, he was in two shows, like, a hundred episodes. A hundred episodes. I thought this was gonna be another, like, eight episode situation. No, and that's what I don't understand. Like, what was happening 1997? Like, were you guys all just so unhappy in your marriages? Like, the premise of the show is that they're on in an unhappy marriage. And the mom's always like, this guy. And the dad's like, mm. I hate my wife. And they're like, our kids are so dumb. Like, I, and maybe I'm watched an opposite day episode, but I'm. So confused. Okay, so what happens in this episode is that the... And it's actually pretty funny. So, I mean, maybe I'm not giving the show enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, tearing it apart. And then I'm like, but actually... Um, well, it's pretty good. But actually, kind of loved it. So, the main daughter goes uh, to get a job. Like, she has to get a job because her dad's like, we're broke and I'm not going to buy you a car. And he's like blah 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 okay so she goes to the ice cream shop and she applies for a job with this like really sweet ice cream lady named granny gooding like granny gooding like mm -hmm. really sweet like picture like mrs claus vibes okay so she's like yay i'm so excited to work here and she's like you're hired and she like leaves the room okay and then hayden Panettiere enters as she as she's tend tends to do <laughs> enter Hayden Penetier okay she's like a little girl she comes in and she goes can I have a vanilla ice cream please and um the daughter the main daughter was like some imagination on this one and she, yeah she's like so she scoops her a vanilla ice cream, and then she's like, you know what? Because you're so cute, I'm going to give you free sprinkles. And so she gives her free sprinkles, and Hayden Penetier hands her a dollar, and then she's on her way, okay? And then <laughs> Granny Goody appears, and she's like, what are you trying to do? Bankrupt me? She's like, you just, like, stabbed me in the bowels. Okay. And, and okay. the daughter's like, what? I, she's like, you're giving away free sprinkles? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, it was just a dollar. And she was like, she goes, well, sorry isn't as good as a dollar bill that I can put down the thong of a male stripper. 
That's what Mrs. Claus says. Oh, 1997. Oh, and she's like, sorry isn't good enough. It's not as good as a dollar bill. I can put down the thong of a male stripper, okay? And then it es- mm-hmm. and then she's like, I gotta go. I'm late for the cockfight. <laughs> so then, but before she leaves for the cockfight, she like grabs the daughter like by the lapel and is like, you're gonna scoop you're gonna scoop hard you're gonna scoop your little hands to the bone she's like you're gonna scoop so much you're gonna look like me and then she like tears off a fake hand and her hand is actually like a metal ice cream scoop (laughs) instead of a hook hand she has an ice cream (laughs) scoop hand and that is unhappily ever after Wow. Yeah. Okay, I like it. (laughs) You sold me. Yeah. I don't know if it was your intention, but I'm sold. (laughs) Sold. Okay, wait, I have a quiz for you. Oh, gosh. Okay. Because I know you're such an Unhappily Ever After fan, I knew Mm -hmm. that you were going to (laughs) know which actress was in three episodes as Helena slash girl one. And I have some clues if you don't know who played Helena. Well, it's no one we've covered so far because we've definitely never talked about Unhappily Ever After. Yeah, it's kind of hard to forget. Okay, let's hear the clues. Okay, the clue number one. She earned a daytime Emmy for her work on Guiding Light as Mara Lewis at age 11. Oh, so definitely not Hayden. Okay. <laughs> okay, so not Hayden. But, you okay. know, who, who else won a, an Emmy on Guiding Light? No? You need more hints? Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm going to need more than that. <laughs> fine. Okay, she was recently engaged. Recently engaged, and she's in a friends-to-lovers situation. Was recently engaged? Is, it her, is she still engaged? Yes. But the engagement is... I would say a friends to love or enemies to lovers situation. Enemies to lovers. Oh, that's what I was trying to say. She's she's recently engaged and in an enemies to lovers situation. Or an enemies to lovers romance, if you will. Or even a showmance, if you will. Do you need another okay, hint? I, yeah, one more hint. Um well, I can give you two more hints, but she stars in uh, several Disney Channel original movies as the main character, like, but multiple times. <gasps> mm, is it? What? No. My mom guessed Vanessa Hudgens. It is not Vanessa Hudgens. She is recently engaged, though. She is. Is she? So that's a good, yeah, yeah. Well, I have heard that Zac Efron recently followed her on Instagram. So what are we going to do about that? I know. It was a big story. <laughs> yeah, it was because she just recently got engaged and then Zac Efron followed her that it was it was news. <laughs> um, Recently engaged, enemies to lovers. Okay, you said you had one more. What was the last one you just gave? Okay, so she's in a she's in like a decom like franchise. It's like a decom franchise, and then one just standalone decom. Oh, several decoms. Oh my gosh, where Why she's is this so hard. Okay, she's okay. I'll say this: she's a famous big sister. In both decoms, she plays a big sister. But like, imagine a decom where being a big sister is the entire plot of the movie. Oh. Danielle Panabaker? Nope. She's famously a big sister. <laughs> she, okay, that is true. She is famously a big sister. What's a decom where being oh, a big sister. I don't sister, know if I know this. Yes, you do. Paige, think. <laughs> you go your whole life as an only child, and then. <gasps> Kimberly J. Brown? Kimberly J. Brown. Oh my gosh. Wow, those were really good hints. They were really good hints because Kimberly J. Brown was the star of Quince. Yep. Famously a big sister. And then, as we all know, Halloween Town, where she's also a big sister. And is but engaged to the man who played her enemy 
in Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Calabar and wow. Marnie are engaged. And I just think that's really interesting that Kimberly J. Brown shows her shows her beautiful little face in Hayden's. That is you know, super interesting. Backstory. I forgot that she was like a soap kid. I had no idea. I can't I, believe she won an <laughs> Emmy at eleven. Like that's so impressive. I feel like all the Disney kids were either either came from the soap world or the theater world. Like Broadway yeah. kids. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So many theater kids. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. Good fact. Yeah. Uh run, don't walk to go watch Unhappily Ever After. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all your favorite stars. Hayden Penetier. Kimberly, Kimberly J. Brown. Kimberly J. Brown. Justin Bearfield, Justin Bearfield, a.k.a. Reese from Malcolm in the Middle. And, you know, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, Hayden Panettiere was in a few episodes of Malcolm in the Middle, so. Yes, yes. It's all yes. full circle. It is all coming back to Malcolm in the Middle eventually, you know. It's in the middle of everything. <laughs> um, well, let me tell you about 1998. Please do. I was only four. <laughs> Um, Hayden Penetier was in a little movie called The Object of My Affection. Tell me everything. Which I did watch. Tell Mm -hmm. me everything. Okay, so Nina, right? Played by Jennifer Aniston. She starts living with a gay roommate. Okay, played by Paul Rudd. Oh, okay. 1998, coming in hot. 1998. Anyone can be gay. Um, she decide she gets pregnant okay out of wedlock and decides that she would rather raise her baby with paul rudd than her kind of weird boyfriend same i would also like to raise my baby with paul rudd (laughs) then she accidentally falls in love with him yeah and you can see how that would be a problem yeah i'm in love with all of my gay best friends don't tell them but (laughs) Shoot, they listen. Oh, shoot. Hey, Clay. <laughs> there are, the Clay's our whole audience. He's our whole fan base. <laughs> um, so basically, Hayden Penetier is a student in Paul Rudd's first grade class. Aw. Um, and the opening scene, they are putting on a production of The Little Mermaid. And she's Ariel. Uh, and her big line is, I will give you anything if I can have my prince. <laughs> it's very cute. And then she doesn't, we don't see her again. She's not in any of the other, um, like, classroom things that I could see. I was wondering why, when I looked up this movie, that she was listed as mermaid. She is and credited I, as mermaid, yes. I thought, I thought, surely this movie must be about mermaids. It must be, like, and, magical or something. Yeah, the object of my affection Mm-hmm. Mermaid, like that did didn't sound like what you just described. It's also, I mean, the object of my affection is not a great title. I feel like that no. in any rom com could be called the object of my affection. Yeah, I actually would love to hear what you think it should have been called. Um, it should have been called uh, GBF. Yeah, GBF is a really strong guess. I was gonna <laughs> say like. I love my gay best friend or like my my um my best friend's wedding but instead of that it'd be like I love my gay best friend I guess it would just be that <laughs> yeah I mean hey you already found the perfect title yeah you know what you can't fix perfection exactly don't you don't need to try anymore um the rest of the cast includes Allison Janney Ooh. She seems to come up a lot on this podcast. She plays Jennifer Aniston's sister. I love um, that. Steve Zahn is also uh, in it. I think he's you know Paul Rudd's I'm a, brother. You know I'm like a Steve Zahn fan. Like when I was like a kid, I knew like 10 actors and one of them was Steve Zahn because <laughs> of Daddy Daycare. And I was like, I love Steve Zahn. He was in like two movies <laughs> I'd ever seen. I didn't know you were such a Zahn head. That's awesome. Yeah, and I honestly feel like my first boyfriend kind of looked like Steve Zahn, if you think about it. Yeah. Oh, I can. Yeah, he's got a he's got a Zahn vibe for sure. Yeah. Anyway, Steve Zahn. I feel like Breckin Meyer. He's kind of in that same. Who is Breckin Meyer? You brought him up last time, and I didn't know what to say. Did I? I didn't. Yeah, you did. 
He was in uh, Breckenmeyer's and Clueless. As he was in he was in the Garfield movies. That's oh, probably I know, know I know, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Well, he's like the guy with the bong at in Clueless, where he's like, "Yes, uh, can I donate this?" And she's like, "You can put it in household items." He's like, "That's what I was thinking." Yeah, I didn't know what that was or get that reference at all until like the last time I watched it. Yeah, like, I don't think I knew what that was till I was probably 22. <laughs> watching yeah, like Clueless. I was did not know what a bong was. Absolutely had could not get like, it. Did not get it. Yeah. Um also in this movie is Alan Alda, which is significant because Paul Rudd, Jennifer Aniston and Alan Alda would all go on to be in Wanderlust. Remember that movie? No. <laughs> not at all. This is also researching this and watching Object of My Affection is how I found out that Alan Alda is not dead. Oh, good. I was sure good. he was. Well, I'm I'm happy to hear. I'm happy to hear that. It, um, was, it was quite a relief. Yeah. Well, then why haven't we heard from him? Maybe we do him next on the pod. You know what? We have 10K followers on TikTok now. I bet he's one of them. Probably. <laughs> Shout out to Alan Alda for... For following us on TikTok. Awesome. The very much alive Alan Alda. What happens in the movie, though? What happens with Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd? Do they end up together? They do not. No. He continues to be gay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's for the best. (laughs) It's, you know, there are definitely, if they were to make this movie nowadays, they would make some changes for sure. But for 1998, it was pretty, it was pretty progressive. They did a pretty good job. Progressive to problematic is like so uh like iffy in this in these years like half of these Uh, movies i'm like oh the other half i'm like oh well they were trying but i'm like oh oh totally no it you really have to consider (laughs) the climate at the time i've been re-watching dawson's creek again and jack just came out and there's it's the exact same situation i'm like this was so ahead of its time but nowadays it would be so different it'd be handled so differently yeah the the whole episode leading up to him coming out is just everyone questioning whether or not he's gay (laughs) that's the whole like plot oh good who doesn't love a speculation episode (laughs) yeah exactly it's like a very big scandal in cape side oh my friends are speculating like i can't wait (laughs) (laughs) also makes for great tv (laughs) yeah I mean, I guess Gossip Girl is kind of all speculation, too. Right? Yeah. And most crime I, shows. Where it's that's like, the, I think that's he the one did thing it. I, my biggest complaint about Gossip Girl is that they don't, there's really not that much um, energy spent on trying to figure out who Gossip Girl is. That's that sort of seems- how this the show is like, if I had to summarize it in like one sentence, it's like, oh, this person who knows all these secrets and is anonymously publishing them online. But it's really, that really does not. It's, it doesn't have that much to do with the actual show. But you're saying you wish there had been a bigger reaction? Like they were like trying harder to find the... Well, I do the wish leak. there'd be a bigger reaction. But what I'm saying is that I wish the show was more of like a mystery, I guess. More of them like mm-hmm. trying to actually figure out who Gossip Girl is. Well, have you watched Nancy Drew yet? Because it's insane. I watched some of it. It's scary as hell. I forgot hell. everything. It's randomly <laughs> scary as hell. It's like so dumb, some stupid, and then so amazing. Wait, I just got word. Sorry, a text just came in on my computer. I have to tell you, my 10-year-old niece says that <gasps> Princess Diaries 2 is, and in parentheses, or in quotation marks, Amaze Bobs. Oh, it is Amaze Bobs. It is Amaze Bobs. Couldn't I've said never it better myself. <laughs> and I've yeah, I've never heard you say that, but it'll be a new part of our vocabulary going forward. That is so cute. Aw, I'm glad she loved it. Yeah. She helped me with a couple of the TikToks like last summer, so she's <laughs> she's a fan. She's a fan of the pod. We love she has her. our stickers. <laughs> well, did you watch A Will of Their Own? And that is a trick question because it's unwatchable. <laughs> In but what I have, way? It's, un, it's unfindable. Like, unwatchable. Oh. I thought you meant well, it was so bad you just couldn't no. even sit through it. No. And this is the thing is that I actually do want to watch it. I'm like, okay, it sounds good. Like, that sounds good. What's and it I about? Can, 
Well, that's the other thing. Can't really figure out <laughs> Hayden's part in it. Okay. She's not really mentioned. Like, it just kind of keeps taking me back to her Wikipedia. And I'm like, no, but that's not what I'm trying to find. But essentially, um, it was like a TV miniseries, okay, directed by Karen Arthur. So we love a woman filmmaker. And it is a show that follows six generations of females in one family. I think they just did the FF. But it's about, like, the women in a family, six generations. So it starts in the 1890s, and then it goes into the 1980s. And it's, like, starts with, like, the immigration to America or this woman, like, makes, um, you know, like a – where she marries a doctor, and but she's not allowed to, like, practice medicine, but – then it, it goes on to like the daughters like becoming nurses and then doctors and then like first ladies and uh, <laughs> all of them they and, all become first ladies. No, one of them becomes a farm uh, uh, one of them becomes a farm worker who like works with um, Cesar Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> so I really do want to watch it. Um, it and, yeah, it, it does. It sounds quite interesting. Yeah, and, I mean, it was nominated for, like, best, like, TV, like, miniseries, like, you know, but I think that was, like, an editing or, like, a sound award. But, you know, like, it kind of hey. seems like it was the Downton Abbey of its time, though. I love a period mm. piece. And I love mm-hmm. women. I love stories about women throughout history. So it's, like, sounds amazing. That is. Yeah, that does. That sounds right up your alley. We'll find it. We'll find it someday. I have some other news about who it stars. Like, I have, like, a, a quiz for you. Another quiz? Is it Another Kimberly J. Quiz. Brown? Just tell me now. It's it's Kimberly J. Brown. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so Leah Thompson is in this. Okay. Um, she's an actress that I wanted to mention. And then there's another famous actress in this who once played Hilary Duff's grandmother. Do you have any guesses? Grandmother. What was a movie that we met her grandmother? Was it a movie or a TV show? A movie. Oh my gosh. Okay. I've watched every Hilary Duff movie. Yes. A grandmother who loves seashells, perhaps? Oh my gosh. According to Greta, and the grandmother was played by... I see her face. Mm-hmm. Her name is Gina... Nope. <laughs> Does it start with a G? Uh, Ellen Burstein. Burstein. Ellen Burstein. Burstein. Ellen yep. Burstein. Yep. It's Ellen Burstein. I or Gina. <laughs> I felt good about Gina. Yeah. You went really strong did. with Gina. Wait, you have a chance to redeem yourself because it stars okay. another one of um, someone else in the Hillary universe. This it also stars Hillary's mortal enemy, the woman that she has a feud Kate with. Kate Sanders, <laughs> not Kate Sanders. Haley Duff. What older actress does Hillary Duff have a feud Faye with? Faye Dunaway. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Faye Dunaway famously was fighting with uh, teenager Hillary Duff. Uh, <laughs> I really hope they, those crazy kids can work it out someday. Oh, I'm sure they can. <laughs> if I know anything, it's that they'll work it out someday. Um, also, in 1998, Hayden made her debut as a voiceover artist. Yes, in like her for biggest... The... Oh, I was going to say for her biggest role yet. Oh, definitely. No doubt. Um, a Bug's Life for Pixar. I love this movie. You do? I do. I love this movie. I have a very special connection to this movie. Um, Fun fact, my mom's godfather, who I grew up calling Uncle Hank, um, invented the Heimlich Maneuver, and they named the character Heimlich after him in Pixar Bugs Life. And so they sent him, like, a caterpillar. And so growing up, I always, like, play with a caterpillar named Heimlich at his house. So I just, like, always think of him. And I was, like, getting, like, emotional researching, um, you know, researching. Because I was like, did I make that up? Um, But it was, like, 
Nope. It's like in Disney lore, like most likely named after, you know, Henry Heimlich. And what's really interesting is that. Um, Just real quick, um, Hope loves to share that story about knowing the Heimlichs and is a good, it's a really good fact, like a good two truths or a lie fact. Um, but she, <laughs> my friends have heard it and thought for the longest time that Hope was that Hope's name was Hope Heimlich. She thought they thought she was related to to Henry Heimlich. Wait, my friends I had to did? tell them. No, my friends did. My friends thought your name was Hope Heimlich. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. I was like that is not true, but I see how you got there. <laughs> yeah. I see how you got there. And it's so my grandmother was roommates with Henry Heimlich's wife and my grandmother like introduced them in at college and so they were Aww. like always like and they remained very close friends and they lived in Cincinnati and then when my mom met my dad she like agreed to like move to Cincinnati because she had the Heimlichs there so they were always like my second pair of grandparents but what's really weird is that like my dad had been engaged to one of the Heimlich sisters before knowing my mom and now my mom is best friends with her twin sister what (laughs) that's crazy that is that's what's crazy is that then uh phil heimlich uh dr heimlich's son um converted to christianity and then his baby was baptized in the same ceremony as my little sister what small world that Cincinnati's a small town. Just like weird. Yeah. Oh, and what's really cool is that um, he never actually performed the Heimlich maneuver before. Like he never had to. And then right before he passed or a couple of, you know, years before he passed, he actually got the opportunity to do it while in the nursing home <sighs> when someone that he was eating with, like his friend, started to choke. And like he was like the nurse is like quoted as saying like we don't normally you know (laughs) let the she was like but he's dr heimlich like he's like a celebrity in cincinnati especially and like (laughs) so they just like let him do it because obviously he knows best Mm -hmm. and you know the woman was said to him she was like god sat you down next to me at that table like so sweet but what I remember from visiting him too is that like the staff like wasn't allowed to like actually serve alcohol but there was self-serve alcohol so you could get wine but technically a staff member like couldn't pour it for you but they totally did for (laughs) for Uncle Hank (laughs) they 100% did for him oh that's so cute (laughs) he deserved it oh but yeah it's Tom Staggs um, saved Bob Iger's life when he was choking on a chicken wing and by giving him the Heimlich maneuver. So, yeah, so that's like the Pixar connection. Although I I think that that happened after, so I'm kind of confused, but I think just a lot of coincidental. Yeah, and they sent him like the Heimlich caterpillar and like a letter you know of all the lives they saved and that's the cool thing is that like he would receive letters from people all the time being like you saved my life so it's like ronald reagan like george bush um share wow three presidents (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's funny (laughs) but yeah so i just oh and then something i put together is that heimlich the caterpillar eats the entire movie he's always eating and stuffing his face so I'm like is the joke that he's like gonna choke I think that's the joke yeah I think it's that he he's a reckless eater did you did everyone else put that together before me because I was too blinded by my uh, just thinking it was like my uncle well yeah I think I I don't think we all had the Heimlich connection but it sounds like they're all over you y'all keep running into them yeah well Um, but I think for most people the joke was just that he eats and could choke. I never put that together till today. And Unfortunately. My, and my mom was like, oh, I thought it was just like that they were being nice. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's a cute name. Yeah. And like, I thought it was like, an, you know, because it's in honor of him, but it's like also a joke. That's like kind of funny. 
Um, this is also what you were thinking of earlier because it was for uh, a Bugs Life read-along that Hayden Panettiere won a Grammy for Best Spoken Word Album for Children. She doesn't oh. have an Emmy, but she does have a Grammy. She has a Grammy. Wow, how old was yeah. she? She was nine. Okay, so take that, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she won her first Grammy at nine years old, and so far her only Grammy. But she does um, she does then go on to start a musical show, so it's interesting to see. She's got musical roots. And... Uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but while we're on the subject, the um, Nashville albums that they put out, mm-hmm. like songs from the show, um, was released by Big Machine Records. Okay, so, so. whoa. Taylor yeah. Swift. Another Taylor connection. And they have very similar hair, especially in Taylor's debut era. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's the hair thing more than anything. More than anything. And just so our listeners know... Um, I am going to see Eras, um, and I will be different. So if everything about this podcast has changed, like, it's just because I saw Eras, it's nothing that you did. It's just that I'm going to be a different person. This could very well be the last episode of the podcast. Yeah, we don't know what will happen. Like, I could just also explode. That's the other thing. That's, like, the risk that I'm taking is, like, I could. Well, if you exploded, I would do it without you you would you would do yeah you would do it solo in your honor obviously yeah of course hope story doves hope story doves yep exactly should we talk um, about but should we talk about uh hayden's role in a bug's life yes please well she plays dot who i think was like maybe at least my personal favorite character well, one of them. I just said, like, everyone else was my... I just said Heimlich was my favorite. But they're all my favorite, okay? <laughs> she plays Dot, who's the young princess in training. Well, she's the princess in training's little sister. Um, princess Ada's the princess in training. And who's she voiced by again? Someone really big. Yeah. Um, well, the I mean, there's a. it's a huge, huge cast. Kevin Spacey. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Phyllis Diller, Richard Kind, David Hyde Pierce, Dennis Leary, Bonnie Hunt, yes. another yeah. Hillary Duff connection, John Ratzenberger, obviously, uh, Brad Garrett, Edie McClurg. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's... um. This is another one of those, like, robots. It is. And speaking of robots, Jansen was in Robots. Yep. Jansen Panettiere. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus who voices Princess Ada. Dot's big sister, but she just is like the cutest thing ever. She's in the Firefly Squad. What's it called? Firefly Squad? Blueberry Scouts? That's it. That's it. <laughs> exactly what I said. The Blueberry Scouts. And speaking of uh, Blueberry Scouts, uh, Ashley Tisdale uh, auditioned for the role of Dot uh, with Hayden Penetier, but they decided that she didn't sound young enough. Hayden sounded younger. She is four years younger. Um, but they gave Ashley Tisdale the role of lead Blueberry Scout. <gasps> I had no idea. I didn't either. I can't wait to finally meet Ashley Tisdale, and I'm going to say two things to her. Hey, girl, we have the same birthday. Also, <laughs> loves your work as lead Blueberry Scout. And then I'll then once I've said those two things, nothing else to say. I'll just get out of there. We have a friend who met Ashley Tisdale, you and I, we have a mutual friend, and uh, said that she is super kind. Oh, yeah. Like, the nicest. Yeah, well, her birthday's July 2nd, so makes sense. So I bet she would love to hear that you like her as lead Blueberry Scout. She would love it. Mm-hmm. She would love it. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that does it for uh, Hayden Penetier Part 1. Oh my gosh. Well, we obviously have a lot more to get into. We haven't even covered, you know, some of her most iconic work. We haven't even broken into the 2000s. We haven't. It's literally 1998. We're still talking about an elementary aged Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. Or for viewers at home, listeners, uh, a four-year-old Hope Carew, okay? So 1998, yeah. <laughs> I'm four pages two. Are you even potty trained yet? 
I'm three. You're three. Okay. So was she potty but trained? No. <laughs> we have Paige's mom here, so. Okay, Paige's mom says she was. That was very generous of you. Mom! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> um, also, for the listeners at home, my mom's here because we're going to see the Jonas Brothers tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so Paige is also going to be different next time that we record. Yes. I hear that the sixth time is really the one that <laughs> changes things. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh. Well, I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And this has been History Duffs Presents Hayden Penetier, Part 1, The Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Our Hayden Penetiera. Mm-hmm. This is the official kickoff of our Hayden Penetiera, Penetiera, Penetiera's tour. Okay, sorry. Love you, Paige. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>